0: Hello and welcome to episode one of Glasgow Warriors' brand new, refreshed, rebranded, rebooted podcast, or as we're calling it, The Squadcast, where we will go behind the scenes of everyday life at Scottsdale with one of your favourite Glasgow Warriors. Uh, And we're blessed to start with our first guest of the series, who is everybody's favourite warrior. Uh, He asked me to introduce himself like that, (laughs) but it is Glasgow Warriors, prop, jack of all trades and...
1: Scotland tourist, yeah. Murphy Walker, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Greg. That's awfully nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: mean, no um, they're only saying nice things. I've got to yeah. get you to come back.
1: I've heard some worse things said, to be fair, but yeah, thanks.
0: So, general overview, I suppose. New season, new coach. If we we'll take a wee look back over the summer, how, how was your break? What have you been up to?
1: Um, it was yeah, it was pretty full on to start off with, I can't lie. Going on tour, Chile and then Argentina. Seeing all the sights of Argentina, it was quite cool. And Obviously, being around that squad environment was also nuts. Like, coming from a family who supported Scotland rugby as a young family, especially, and going to all the games and then eventually being on a tour with the Nash team was yeah, it was pretty unbelievable. And then, also, like I said to mum and dad, and I, like, I'd probably never go to Argentina on a holiday. So, being able to do it through rugby or Chile, to be fair, to do it through rugby is also very special. Like, seeing those different places, but yeah, the experience on the whole was nuts and yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, and then, uh, nicely. Came back, I had a day here when I got back and then I went away to Portugal with my girlfriend for a week and then met my family out there as well. And then after that was just milling about Glasgow and home back in Dundee for the rest until pre-season started two, three weeks ago. So you had all that nice time off,
0: nice seeing the sights, everything that and then come back in straight into Franco's beasting sessions. Yeah, session. How's, yeah. how's that
1: going? Uh, to feel it was a bit of an eye-opener just the first session. We thought there was going to be a nice... Smooth, run up into getting beasted and a little teaser, but no, we we're straight into the deep end, which was good, to be fair, getting us straight in there. and uh, It was a bit of a shock to the system, um, but the boys have been working hard, especially the boys that came back late. We're, we're working hard to try to catch up on everything. Obviously, some plays that have already been set out, and we're just, uh, yeah... Getting the grips of it again, but yeah, it's been good. It's uh, boys are very excited, especially with the new coach Franco. Well, we're talking about the boys, where you should probably give the listeners a bit of an
0: introduction as to what the what the squad cast is all about. So, in front of us, it translates really well to an audio medium, but in front of us, we have a hat full of scenarios written on scraps of paper, as Murphy said yep, just before we started recording.
1: No Spare at all,
0: none whatsoever. Um, thanks, shout out to Shiz the Kit Man for the, the hat. On those pieces of paper are various questions and scenarios around. Your Glasgow Warriors teammates, yep. your job, Murphy, is to answer them to the best of your ability and entertain the listeners to make sure that they don't turn <laughs> off at I'll this juncture. I'll do my best. Fully immersed. So are you, are you ready for your, yeah. first, your first squad cast yeah, scenario? I don't even know if it's a scenario or whatever. So <laughs> question number one. Oh, here we go. It's a long one to start. All right. Fingers crossed this doesn't happen, but you have been kidnapped. Right. Your rescue party is being led by the last teammate you messaged on any app, whether it's Instagram, WhatsApp, text, good old-fashioned carrier pigeon, I don't know how you would do yeah. it. Who is it, and are you confident that they're going to rescue
1: you? Right. We're going with the heavy-hitting ones to yeah. start, I think. I think the last person I messaged would have to be Ollie Smith, which was last night. Um, would I trust him to come get me? He's terrible at organising things, which is the the one part of me that's kinda of thinking maybe not. Um I think he'd make a good effort. Don't know if he'd be actually able to get me out of wherever I'd been kidnapped by, but I think his organisation would probably let him down in the end. That would be that'd be the worst thing. But if I had to go before that, Ross Thompson was the one person I missed before that. I'd probably believe in Ross. I reckon okay. Ross would get the job done. He's got that intellectual brain behind him who He's a problem solver. I reckon Ross will get the job done. I was going to say, he's a, he's a clever boy. He strikes me as a sort of person that would try and find
0: almost a, <laughs> a resolution before he had to come and do sort no, of all yeah. John McLean and rescue Yeah,
1: he wouldn't go gung-ho. He'd, 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 uh, he'd have a long process thinking about it. You know, he's been at uni a long time, so you'd think he'd have a bit of brains behind him before he started actually working his magic. So no pressure whatsoever on either Ross or Ollie, if, if that ever happens. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, hopefully it doesn't.
1: Nah, hopefully it doesn't, but yeah. Hopefully, one of them actually would want to come help me. So that, that's the other worry on yeah, your side. So they'd, they'd want to come just, and rescue. Yeah, they'd probably just want to leave me there wherever <laughs> I was.
0: <laughs> oh, fair enough. I mean, I can't, I can't comment on that. But so far, based on a sample size of one, you're you're the guest we'd like to have back. So. <laughs> All right. So Ross Thompson slash Ollie Smith, yep. if those are your your answers. Who you would rescue?
1: Yeah.
0: Moving swiftly onwards to your second. What have we got? Which teammate? is the one who never stops talking on the pitch. And you can take that whichever way you feel like, whether that's sledging, whether that's encouragement, whether that's good go.
1: old-fashioned. In terms of motivation, keeping the boys going, I reckon Stafford McDowell is one that constantly you yep. can hear him, and he's always and it's always good talk. And you, you get the terms of rugby, white noise, and then obviously there's other one where it's like, actually good behind the... The things he's saying, um, but usually staff's the one that's always motivating boys, especially the forwards when we're absolutely blowing and we need to know where we're going or wanting to get organised. Staff's always good, chirping in your ear. And uh, on the other hand, Wills played a couple of games with him last season, and yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> he's just it's just funny to see him do his thing and wind up with the players. I think it was the Scarlets game last year away, which was actually quite funny. It wasn't so much talking, but he. In one of the scrums, he was on the flanker and it was the opposition ball, so the nine was putting the ball in on his side when he was on the blind side. And as he went down to put the ball in, as the nine went down to put the ball in, Wils just grabs his shoelace and undoes his shoelace. <laughs> and he was obviously fuming about it at the nine, but um, the ref just let it play. And yeah, there's actually a funny video Wils has got where he's just smiling away as he's done it and the ref not seeing anything. So, yeah. I was gonna say it's one that we
0: probably shouldn't highlight, but then again, I remember that Wilson tweeted it to his yeah. 40 million Twitter <laughs> or Instagram followers or yeah. whichever it is nowadays. Just re- rewinding a bit back to to Stafford being the one that gets in your gets in your ear and, and keeps you going. What sort of stuff is he just giving you? Is he scrummaging tips? Is, <laughs> what what, what, what um, sort of stuff is he no, giving I'm, you, boys?
1: It's more so when we're moving about on the hoof and we're all tired, because it's quite typical when you get tired, you don't really speak because you're all you're thinking about is breathing. <laughs> yeah. This as a type five. All you can think about is breathing, and the last thing you want to do is speak. But um, yeah, in attack, obviously him being that important twelve connector with the ten and the thirteen and the outside backs, it's uh, obviously important for him to organise us into shapes if we're running whatever shapes we're running. Um, but also in defence, if he needs more boys coming around the corner, he tells us when to go, when to stop. You can always hear him, and especially when you review games, he's very like he's very animated as well. It's not just his voice; you can see. By his body language as well, when he doesn't want any more rounder, if he wants more rounder, etc. But yeah, it's very good in terms of for take five to have a twelve that speaks a lot to you. So Makes you, our job easier. You know? I was
0: going to say, so you enjoy, you enjoy having a back in your ear from, yeah, from that side, I yeah. suppose. to
1: yeah, the, fair enough.
0: Okay, it's, it's a very backs heavy episode so far, but we're yeah, okay with it. I know. Won't all be like we'll this. Get
1: the as, as, a, as a
0: forward myself, we can't have
1: that. Yeah, we'll get to the heavy
0: uh, all right here we go curveball so this isn't necessarily a teammate but which coach would you pair up with for a round of golf a round of golf what coach we should say for the record this is not a legally binding contract you're not going to get accused of
1: playing <laughs> favorites with your coach for you yeah, i'd love to play around with franco please pick me <laughs> um coach i'd actually go pete horn i, I've, I, I don't really know if Pete is a great golfer, <laughs> but I know that George is a great golfer, so I'm just presuming <laughs> that Pete would be a great golfer. And obviously, playing with Pete and then now being a coach, he's obviously got some good cracks. So if I had to go Glasgow, it would be Pete Horn. I reckon he's bound to. If George is good. George is competitive, yeah. so he must have been trying to get as good as Pete. So Pete must be
0: decent. They're also the sort of people that you would just imagine are talented at yeah. whatever they pick up, yeah. really. I mean, there's a stat doing the rounds, I think one or both of them was a, an age-grade <laughs> yeah. tennis champion. I'm like, yeah, you exactly. can't be that talented at two sports, surely. <laughs> Do you play golf yourself?
1: Yeah, play a bit. Play a bit with, um, we've got a good wee group going. It's myself, Ollie Smith, Jamie Dobie, Ross Thompson, and was Robbie McCallum, but he's moved into London. So we had, we'd had we always have a wee group. We'd go up to Hilton Park, play a couple of rounds around there, um, and then obviously the golf days that we get at uh, Cameron House, whenever the opportunity is it was quite good. We also had that golf day yep. as a squad last year. Yeah, and we played at Cameron House as well, and uh, that was that was great fun. Actually, ended up in the winning group with uh, Ali, Hugh, and uh, Sto at the time, which was um, not nice. was good. And we got a, won a free round of golf again back at Cameron House. It's like clearly all on the back of your your golfing talents there. <laughs> I think uh, I think they carried me for a lot of it. I think I got one putt. On camera as well, and that was <laughs> probably the highlight of my day. And then the rest of it, yeah. That's the important thing, get it on camera. It exactly. doesn't matter how else, how the rest of the round yeah. goes. I think I lost about 12 balls, but other than that, it was a successful day. That still counts. All right, here we go. Uh, which teammate
0: makes the best coffee, and who never makes them? This is your chance to, to name, shame, throw under the bus, throw under the coffee machine, whoever you want to go. I've
1: got a confession here. I actually don't like coffee. Oh, I, here's a controversial one. I actually one. don't like coffee, and I speak to Xander Bergie and that, and they say they say that I'll get into it at some point. And they say I'll oh, try mochas stuff like first, um, and then you'll slowly build up to a flat white, etc., whatever it is. But I'm not <laughs> a massive fan of them. Every time I taste them, I don't get the hype, and I, I, and I don't. Obviously, I get it. Like boys are going like going out for coffee, socialising and stuff. Um, but myself and Gregor, whenever the boys go out for coffees, we always order a nice wee hot chocolate together. See, there's so, nothing wrong with that, exactly. either. Exactly. So, so you've got the boys ordering nice flat whites and espressos, all that fancy stuff, and then there's Gregor and I in the corner with a hot chocolate. Are each.
0: you a, are you a full works hot chocolate, like the whole cream marshmallows uh, flake? Not really. Um, we'll cut this in recording if you're, if, you're <laughs> n- if the nutritionists are listening in, you're <laughs> a full out. Please don't
1: listen to Killian, please. Um, there was one time when we went up to Aberdeen, with Dave when he was here mm-hmm. in that pre-season. And they uh, bit had a front row coffees, like meeting type thing. And obviously it's not drinking coffee, I asked for a hot chocolate, and this is I think my first make proper pre-season in here. And uh, Keble was so kind to pick up the bill and he ordered them and uh, he brought back a hot chocolate that must have been in a soup mug. With whipped cream, marshmallows, chocolate sprinkles, and a flake. <laughs> so everybody was sat there with a the fancy flat whites, and I was sat there with this mountain of hot chocolate and bad stuff. I but
0: I suppose the question is,
1: are, are they happy, or versus
0: are you happy? <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't mean
1: it to be fair. I'll I'll take whatever judging I get, but I've I know I think the best flat white maker, from what I've heard, has got to be Simon Bergen. He's a connoisseur of coffee. Yeah, he's a ve- he's very into his coffee yeah. downstairs, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's the one to go to if you ever want a flat white. He's one. To, he's got he's got the latte art all nailed down. He can do all sorts. Um, I've seen him work his magic. I don't obviously, I don't really appreciate it that much because I'm not a coffee drinker. But whenever he's around the coffee machine, the boys are always asking him to get it done. And uh, yeah, he seems to be really good at what he does. And another, what was the second part of the question? Uh, who never makes who them, never which I feel actually it. might be yourself, but well, that's yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever made a, cof- like a flat white in my life. Yeah. I've made a coffee mainly for my nan and my mum when she's at home. Got oh, nice. But that's just purely <laughs> the ground coffee, hot uh, hot water and some milk. It still counts. Um, but yeah, I think Matt gets a lot of stick because he he's always demanding them but never making them. But he claims that he's a good barista at it as well but I've never seen it happen in real life
0: stay tuned warrior nation we might get Matt on in a future episode to to confirm <laughs> or deny these accusations
1: anymore. yeah he's not gonna be happy with me wow well, I mean it's not like one I of know. us has
0: to go out and train exactly. against him every day
1: <laughs> so. I don't need to worry I can roast his coffee art as much as I want because I don't <laughs> drink it <laughs> he's never made me a hot chocolate put it that way <laughs> I, do you know what if there was a hot chocolate clinic at this club I'd be right in yeah same
0: I think we might need to start that up Now, this is a good one because I know, we'll come on to it in a minute, but I know when you introduce new signings and there's all the best hidden facts and this is all on those lines. So which teammate has the best hidden talent? And we asked this a couple of times in the magazine last year and a few boys were stumped and just started listing off what boys' hobbies were. I seem to remember doing one with with Donkey Weir in the magazine last year where he just decided that he liked being tall, so he wanted to say (laughs) that Richie Gray had the best hidden talent. Not sure that we kind of grasped what a
1: talent was there. I don't I actually can't think off the top of my head who would have the best in talent. But I know Ollie Smith can play, I think, four bars of Viva La Vida on the piano. <laughs> really good, to be fair. I'll give him his due. When he does it, it's really good. And uh, he's done it a couple of times, and the crowd's got going and got <laughs> well excited. But he only knows the four bars or chords or whatever it is, and he just plays them over and over and over and over. <laughs> but everybody seems to love it when he does it. But other than that, I can't really think of... Many other hidden talents. It's a proper party trick, though. At least
0: that's a yeah. Well, he's, get get the crowd going.
1: Yeah, he, there was a piano. It was. I remember at school, we were at some dinner thing, and there was a piano at the back of the room, and uh, managed to egg him on to do it. And he started doing it, and everybody was up singing and dancing. And uh, but he was again, he was only doing the four chords <laughs> over and over. So he'd sing the chorus, and then after that, it would be yeah, he didn't really know what to do.
0: It's amazing that Chris Martin never got back to our emails <laughs> when they were at, they were at Hamden. Uh, special guest.
1: I know, I know. Gus Fraser used to play the trumpet pretty well, but I haven't actually seen it in person.
0: Do we get Gus Fraser and the masked trumpeter in the same room? Has uh, anybody yeah, ever true. seen
1: masked trumpeter? He's yeah. Who is he? Nobody will ever know. I <laughs> um, could probably start on a wee band here, but I'm trying to think who would have a good. I know Ben Afshar. He yep. He's got to be singing talent. Oh, does he? Yeah, the academy. All of right, work. okay. I think he's on Spotify. All right. Yeah, we'll so.
0: have a we'll have a look for Ben Afshar.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got a good song. Sharp, sharp scrum half and yeah.
0: carries a tune well. Yeah. All right. Exactly. We I've lived go. with
1: Dodge for just over a year now, about a year and a few months. I'm trying to think of what hidden talents he's got, but I genuinely couldn't think of one. Nothing's coming to my head. Well, we'll let him off. I know you'd, you'd think living with somebody for so long, you'd. Learn a lot about them, but does he know your hot chocolate order? This is the, this is the <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah, it's just a straight hot chocolate. Order. <laughs> yeah. Gregor, I'd say Gregor's hidden talent is putting away so much food. Gregor, Brown, <laughs> Gregor on, Brown, honestly, I've never seen somebody put away as much food as he does. He's, I think, he, he came around to the flat about uh, not last weekend, the week before, and he polished off 14 inch pizza and a calzone in one sitting, and he said he was still hungry. I oh, mean, he's a growing lad. He's apparently. a growing lad, yeah. But yeah, I don't know how he does it. And uh, obviously, up in Inverness, his uh, his parents were there at the game. And I was speaking to his mum and dad, and they say he's never been like that until after school. <laughs> so God knows how much he eats when he's at home, but yeah, when he's here, he boots away a hell of a lot. So Sto-
0: yeah. stock up on the shop, and if you're inviting Gregor, right? <laughs> yeah. Going so
1: that's probably his hidden talent. Other than that, I can't really think
0: of anymore. We've we'll got we'll go a lot of music and forwards that can eat like yeah. where we're going. I like this. <laughs> Similar to the one you answered about Stafford, we've got one here which is who has the best chat and who has the worst chat. So I think we're expanding off the pitch into general day-to-day now. Just general. Just general day-to-day. Who's the...
1: We'll start with worst because it's... Wor- okay, it's <laughs> I was going to say which ones you want to go with, but you dive straight in there with yeah, worst chat. So I think uh, this will probably... I think that the squad will probably agree with this. All right. On a whole... <laughs> the, trouble, the, fa- but. the facial expressions <laughs> that Murphy is pulling here. I would probably say, on a whole, it would be between Matt Ferguson <laughs> and probably his brother Xander. Oh. <laughs> the squad probably agree with that. Um, but no, I, well, nobody's got the... Uh, it's tough. Matt's got his times. <laughs> um, and so does Xander Xander loves a card game And then his you know, chats are endless. But Best chat There's quite a few to be fair I like listening to Wilson Because he's got so many funny stories And he's obviously well connected to everyone And you can hear about all his funny stories Richie as well, he's got a great chat Dun- I'll give Donkey's his due I would never tell him this to his face But he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's got a good chat um,
0: you wouldn't tell it to his face, but you're about to put it out to eighty six thousand Twitter followers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever we're currently
1: sitting on these hopefully days. Hopefully he's not listening, but it seems to be. I don't want to say the older boys; I'd say the more experienced boys, Donkey Wilson, Rich. They seem to be the bit, ones with a bit them. of life experience behind them. I think yeah. it's the polite way of putting that. Yeah, yeah. The, I, like, I just like listen to the stories and that. Going back on the worst chat, <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Sione. The only two people too. He's uh he's got a couple of phrases that the boys know he says and he'll say it randomly throughout the day and you know it's him and it's just there's no purpose behind these phrases and yeah, it's just a strange little world he lives in. You know, he just he's got these couple of phrases that everybody knows it's it's uh, he's he's got to be <laughs> up there with Matt and Xander.
0: I'm I'm gonna leave you to defend yourself in the squad <laughs> meetings when when this podcast goes out and if yeah. you if you see a bit of social media with Murphy sporting a few extra bruises in training you'll probably know what's yeah. what sparked them. We'll go with your your last one. So this is your your promo to make it a make it a big one. I can't still can't unravel this. <laughs> All right, I feel like I'm, I feel like we might know the answer to this one. But who is the first teammate you would share good news with? Probably Ollie Smith.
1: Yeah. Um, he, him and I go back a fair amount of time being at school coming through the age system and stuff and then the academy stuff and then being involved in our first tour together obviously pretty special and then not him going on to get a cap um, which I was obviously delighted for him um, he'd probably be the first one I'd go to I think to be fair a lot of the good news and bad news that both of us get I think we do go to each other pretty fast with um for support or encouragement or whatever but out of yeah out of the squad definitely smithers he'd probably be the the go-to um but there's a that there, we do have quite a tight-knit younger group here um amongst the squad but i say younger now there's another you taking over yeah. yeah there's another younger younger group below us um so yeah there's a there's a there's a good group which um is pretty tight just now. Um but yeah. I'm guessing you were a
0: bit of a sort of almost a proud proud dad in the strand for the for all these days. <laughs> yeah, stolen.
1: no, I was. it was, uh, it was uh, yeah, unfortunately his parents had to fly back literally the day before yeah. he played, which was a bit of a shame, but yeah, I decided to take their take their role into my hands. <laughs> be the proud father moment for him. Um but oh yeah, it was that was pretty cool seeing you. Best we international day, but it was quite cool. I was obviously gutted that I couldn't do it with him, but I think it was special anyway.
0: Yeah. And that is a very nice upbeat story to end episode one on. That will do us very nicely for today. Thank you very much for tuning in to the first episode of the Squadcast. We will return with a mystery warrior to come. I've been Craig Wright, he's been Murphy Walker, and this has been the Glasgow Warriors Squadcast. <laughs>